somewhere in Kansas. Kansas, 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 that they would freak out. Well, in 30 more days, we're going back home to see that gal of mine. But the Wichita jail is a long, long way from a Tupelo County line. I gotta do my time. In Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. Come to Wichita. In Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. And the Wichita lineman is still on the line in Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. Back is up against the wall, hoping that you'll take my call. Command from Wichita. In Kansas, 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 we both travel. I'm somewhere south of Wichita. You're somewhere in Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Silver earrings in Wichita. Beaded moccasins in Tonopah. Century 2 Performing Arts and Convention Center in Wichita, Kansas, the site of the National Fireworks Association's 2018 Expo. This is the Fireworks Brigade! This very special pyro podcast celebrating the people and the passion of fireworks is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, Here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. The word Brian. Well, never ends for me. This is John. <laughs> never Bob. ends. I know. It hardest, never ends. My hardest working guy in fireworks. I know. I tell you. I know. I gotta start drinking more. Yeah, I I don't know. We set up here, but there's nobody anywhere. There's like one little table set up in there, and that's where they're doing it. So yeah, I don't know. It's the afterglow. I I, I miss it. I mean, that's why I came. The afterglow is always the best. 
Um, yeah. No. Well, we're you on. Are recording. Here, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just. Um, yeah. It's terrible. So. Yeah. The afterglow was the best, and now this is like you know. Oh well. Yeah, well. You know. That happens. John. Oh, all right. Yes. We're in Wichita. Wichita, Kansas, Kansas. and uh, it's. 2018 NFA. Yeah. Oh, look at that. We National like Fireworks <laughs> Association. Yes. And you uh, were the MC tonight. The MC. God. You were the MC. I have a list of famous hosts uh, later on. We can look, see how you compared to them. But you did a good job. I thought so. You, I, I, you were you know, a I was nervous. very nervous. Yeah. I had severe, you know, yeah. severe stomach problems. So, you know, because <laughs> all the nerves, you know, the stomach turns inside <laughs> out on me, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, once I flushed everything out i was good to go yeah so so there's a demo the demo show tonight welcome to the demo john yes. uh, by the way uh and and uh, you were the mc for everybody you you uh you um you 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 uh, emceed for everyone. You and you 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 uh, you. And besides, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please remove all hats for the national yeah. anthem. You did that. And besides doing the, I mean, besides doing the emceeing for the NFA, then I also had to do a lot of the um, reading of the scripts for the uh, Chinese companies because you know they're they don't like to talk because you know it's hard to understand them sometimes. Right. So I had to you know do all their demos. So yeah, it was. Uh, I was actually. I was working. You know, tomorrow you now it's going to be you easier were. for me. You know. Well, yeah, the first time is always tough. Well, because I don't have all them shows to do either. Right. I'm just going to be the beginning and the end, and thank everybody, and you know, I could probably whip that out in <laughs> no time flat. No time at all. Yeah. You were. You did good. You were. You. You know, a couple here and here and there, but believe me, I, you. You. You didn't uh, mess up any less or any more than anyone else that's ever done that. And I've. I've heard enough of those to know. Yeah, so, I yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I nailed it. You, oh, well, nailed you, you it. crushed without, it. You yeah, crushed without it. a oh, doubt. Yeah, without a doubt, you crushed it. Well, it's all the podcast training that you've given me over the years. I'm so comfortable in front of a microphone now. I'm so comfortable on the radio. I mean, so yeah, I owe it all to you. My career, if it launches from here, it it's if. it's all owed to you. It's not if, it's when. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. when your career launches. <laughs> yeah. When your career launches. <laughs> Something tells you I'm gonna have to pay you like a royalty fee or something. There's <laughs> yeah. some type of fee, you know. I mean, uh, bankers and fees yeah. go together, but I think there's some I, type of you'll be like there's some type of royalty I, I fee that I'm gonna have to pay or something. I, I don't think you pay you. Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't pay me a fee. You'd figure I, it out. I yeah, something. You'd, you'd would figure happen. out a way to not pay me a fee. Yeah. But we we are at the Hyatt Regency, Wichita. Yeah, so Hyatt fancy. Regency. We don't have an afterglow anymore. I know. Well, that's, <laughs> that's pretty sad. And we 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 hung out with Nancy today. She was very nice, and she. Put us up here in a table in the hallway where there's all these hospitality suites, and but I don't think anybody feels like being hospitable because literally it's me and you and a fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's fans going off on the ceiling. I mean, I think pretty much everyone is going to be downstairs at that bar, congregating and drinking, you know. But you know, with no afterglow, of course, it's going to be just uh, you know these hospitality rooms. People are kind of intimidated by them a little bit because they don't feel like they want to go into a molester like a customer you know and it is such a small group of people in there it's kind of like it's like it reminds me of an old saloon bar you know you walk in and the door and the, and the 
saloon doors swing open and everybody at the bar just turns on and looks at you and then you know you get that look you almost want to like leave you know it's kind of like the old saloon bar type look you know here the old saloon bar yeah, yeah. Well, what do you mean with the fans you know no or? you know like when you walk in like the cowboy movies they'd walk in you know and everybody at the bar just turns around and looks at you you know and oh they say, yeah you walk in you who's know, this like, yeah and there's like yeah sucker. here's an out of towner coming in here boy <laughs> you know i mean they give you that look and yeah. and it's the same way i feel like the even I, after I mean, the, the the as big as I am, I walk into a hospitality room and they're probably looking at me like, "Oh, this guy wants you, some free drinks," and I'm are, like a big. You're a powerful and attractive man. In I'm the a world of big fireworks. time guy here yes, in the fireworks. And, and you yeah. no respect. And I and I feel funny walking into those saloon bar type <laughs> deals, you know. Well, and in in a uh, in appreciation to your hosting of the, uh, you were the host basically, host yes. of the NFA the, the demo show house, tonight. Yeah. Uh, the best Oscar hosts ever. This is from Ranker.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, who do you think was the number one best Oscar host, according to them? Well, my number one, I, always, I, I, I think Billy Crystal was my favorite. I used to love watching Billy Crystal yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I really think Billy Crystal is my favorite, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know what? And I, uh, Robin Lund- Williams is too crazy for me. Well, not anymore. Well, he's he, yeah, he's dead, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like David Letter. Remember that Oprah, Oprah, Uma, Uma, Oprah? And I didn't David understand Letter? that. Oprah, Oprah, oh, Uma. Oprah, he kept saying it. Like, he kept saying it over and over. I didn't even get it, you know? Well, it was like, Oprah, Uma, no, Oprah, I love, Uma. I love Letterman. Yeah. I did. With the beard, he's looking like. Well, a- he looks like Santa Claus now. I mean, <laughs> you talk about a guy aging after he retired. You know, you know, well, two things happen. You know, uh, David Letterman retires and he grows a beard like Santa Claus. And Regis Philbin retires and he stops dyeing his hair, which he should have done a long time ago because he looks fantastic. He's got a full head of gray hair and he looks great. I mean, the guy's yeah. 80 years old. He should right. have gray hair, right, you know. Right, right. So it's a shame it took him that long to realize he could do all this and still work on the air. I mean, look at look at um, look at Anderson Cooper. I mean, the guy's gray at like forty years old. When he turned forty, yeah. he was fully gray. Oh, men can get away with that. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to get away with it. There's nothing I can do. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I'm done. I, I tell Pauline that all the time because she's worried. She says it looks like tinsel, so she'll go to the beautician, and I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but yeah. she'll go and get it. Like, and I'm like, you don't need to do that. But she, you know, women are very when it comes to gray. Hair so she don't. she spots all the gray hair she, she has. She spots it. She calls it tinsel, and I said I don't see it at all. Being the support of loving. Well, you know what I would have told her. She's got damn good eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> but any, at least her eyesight's good. <laughs> this, this thing ranked Ellen DeGeneres the number one. I, you I know, don't know if I agree with that, but uh, you know, I don't whatever. See but I do. You know, I'll tell you what. Though, I, I think that's a, like an affirmative action pick because they know she's a lesbian, so they just picked her. Yeah, I mean, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I look up to Ellen DeGeneres, and I we have a lot of the same clothes. So, I mean, you know, we dress a lot alike, me and Ellen DeGeneres. She buys good suits, you know, I buy good suits, so we dress alike. <laughs> I don't know. It looks pretty sad when you when you look up to fashion from a woman, and yeah. then because she, she wears the same Armani suit I wear. It's pretty yeah, sad. I, I don't know if I'd be happy to announce <laughs> that I, I'm, I'm... It was a joke, but it failed miserably. You're yeah. too busy rifling through your papers. I, I'm trying to make sure we get to everything. We got so yeah. here's Kansas. Jim. I do like Neil Patrick Harris too, though. He's you one do? of my favorite. Yeah, we're he's a good guy. We're in Wichita. I always like to give you a little bit of information about Wichita. Uh, uh, became known as the air capital of the world. Textron Aviation, Learjet, Airbus, Spirit, Aerosystems continue to operate and design and manufacture facilities in Wichita. City remains a major center of American aircraft industry. Wichita is also the home of McConnell Air Force Base. When we came in, didn't we see like a Blue Angel dude? We saw a guy, Ron, that came out of the elevator, resembled a young evil Knievel. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, he had like this blue and white jumpsuit on, basically. I call it a jumpsuit because it had like a big zipper and everything like that. Yeah, well, you know he wanted to be spotted in his outfit. Yeah, I mean. He's trolling for chicks. Yeah, nobody dresses like that. But we found out that he is a Thunderbird pilot. And, uh, you know, that's pretty impressive. And uh, but yeah, I mean, at first, because, you know, as we drove here, we passed the Evil Knievel Museum, which we wanted to. Stop. I really would like to stop. I really would want to. I, I think I might stop on the way home. I really enjoyed that. But here, you know, you have the Evil Knievel um, Museum. And then to get on the, the elevator and the guy walking out of the elevator resembled a Evil Knievel jumpsuit. I mean, I was like, wow. Right. So right. that was good. Thunderbird. So, yeah, I, I would have done him in the, yeah, in the elevator. Yeah. He was a good-looking strapping man. Dumb things of that man I couldn't even tell you about. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. i like to tell you a little bit. Notable people. Um, let's see. Who uh, Who is here? Uh, Dan and Frank Carney, Pizza Hut. Clyde Cessna, Cessna Aircraft. Oh, sure. Walter Herschel Beach, Beach Aircraft. Bill Lear, Learjet. Olive and Beach, Beach Aircraft. All were born or lived in Wichita. So wow. it is a very big airport airport hub. Yeah, I mean this is a lot of a lot of rich people living in Wichita. And from what I heard where we did the the demo shoot tonight in in Andover, Kansas is like the high rent district here, uh, you know, near this area. But I did love the Old Town area, too. That is uh, a lot of cool-looking bars. I mean it was dead as a doornail, but still the bars look cool and uh so it was a pretty interesting um, downtown section. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um, so and w- w- again, we're here at NFA. Yes. PGI is like a flea market. This is this is more like the Academy Awards, so to speak, right? This yes. And I was so I was like the Billy Crystal of the Academy Awards tonight. You were. You yes. Were, you were. I would give you. I I would. You know. Uh, isn't Neil Patrick Harris gay? He did it once too. So he did it L- once. Ellen He's and, good. Yeah, yeah. So you, you don't get the affirmative action, no. so to speak. But anyway, so but while we're here, I figured you know we we go through news a lot and we do all that kind of. So we will do a couple of different things and change it up a little. Let's do uh, let's do a master class. You ready? Okay. It's time for another episode of Fireworks Brigade Master Class. All right. Okay. So master class. So uh, we, we do always go through fireworks and look at a different pyro effect in this. So this one I figured how to maximize productivity at NFA. And I realized as I'm reading this, maybe I should get Dino up here. <laughs> he might be able. He might. He he, he throws pickles out the window. <laughs> you know what, guy? <laughs> that was a story he told us last night. Dino throws. He well, no, he, he just likes to thumb his nose at authority. Yes, he right? does. So he decided. So long ago, he he took to the uh, to the practice of essentially littering, but throwing a pickle out the window, and then when the when the police can see him, right? Yes. And then he would because that's went, well, he mm-hmm. argues the fact that that's not littering, loitering because littering, 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 littering not loitering, littering because it is a biodegradable pickle. But uh, I honestly <laughs> think um, many things are biodegradable. We know that. Right. So a pickle right. does not stand alone as biodegradable. So if you throw out a, uh, a styrofoam cup, which is also biodegradable, that's still littering, you know. So right. I think throwing a pickle out is littering because you threw something out the window of your car. It doesn't matter if it's biodegradable or not. Most of the things are biodegradable over time. 
Well, yeah, right. Except straws, apparently. Oh, yeah. Although I learned the the trick (laughs) to using straws. You just got to, like. You got to grip it and you, know, you got to choke up on it and get it up there. So this <laughs> well, I think it, <laughs> those those paper straws. Yeah. Start at the very tip and work your way down. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yes sailor. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know where what you, you haven't uh, learned anything, obviously, yeah, like, with the uh, plastic straws. <laughs> We're talking plastic straws here. So, so let's do uh, how to how to maximize productivity at NFA. So okay. uh, I figure we, we have some topics to go over. And, and you this is probably your what? I don't even know ninth. Oh, yeah, 11th, so many. How many yeah. NFAs yeah. and PGIs? NFA is different. So and, yeah. and so this is essentially well, 16, 18 of them. And you're yeah. doing a demo tomorrow night. Which, yeah, our demo tomorrow yeah, night. We, uh, so you're doing a demo tomorrow night. So it's essentially demos at night, informative um, things during seminars. The day, seminars during the day, uh, which we'll get to. Remind me to. We can go over that email with that uh, with the the medals and the yes, shots. Yeah, we we'll go through that real quick. Yeah, we want to urge everyone to right. uh, sign up for to that. sign up for that. But uh, so, but um, and uh, you're in, so it's demos and then you know networking and it's a, a week long thing. So if you are a young uh, up and coming fireworks guy or whatever and you want to maximize your productivity and maybe make a decision whether you want to make the investment because. It is an investment, right? It costs. Yeah. It, this whole thing is probably. Uh, do you have to pay to shoot a demo? Uh, yeah, sure. We okay. Have to pay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay to shoot a demo. So this is a. It's a. It's not a. It's a meaningful economic um, expense. So yeah. you have to weigh whether you're going to do it or not. And you got Dino here, and uh, Dino's always lovely to. See. He's happy yeah. to see you. And you got and Dino Steve, yeah. and mm-hmm. Steve, so they're always happy to. See. They're they're here. So you have to you have to decide how to how to. Uh, yeah. How to tackle that. So first of all, uh, transportation. Mm-hmm. So getting here, uh, you have to decide uh, how do you maximize that productivity? Transportation. How do you you have a booth here during because there's a trade show a few days. So you have a booth here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best way to get your stuff here? Uh, for us, it's uh, put Dino in a truck and send him out here. <laughs> Dino and no, Steve in usually, a truck. Usually, here's what we do, though. I mean, uh, because we are a... Uh, a I am a very well-liked individual, and, and we run a very nice company. Everyone wants to so, be cool. Yeah, so not only do we have to load up our dummy samples for the booth, and then we have to load up our live samples for our demo, uh, and we do it in one of our uh, company-owned trucks, but we also, out of the goodness of Star Fireworks, we also haul up the sample for the demos for uh, four different other fireworks companies doing demos from China. So all of their um, all of their demo items come to our place on containers, and we store them, and then mm-hmm. we bring them in our truck for NFA. And so you know, <coughs> you're doing a favor for some yes. of your your suppliers, sure, and, and they appreciate it. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, they appreciate it very much. So, uh, so the transportation end of it, then. So basically, you just drive here, get here, get your product here. Yeah. If you have to rent the truck, do whatever you got to do. So yes, that's it. Lodging. Lodging. Well, you know, lodging used to be cheap until we picked the Wichita, Kansas Hyatt. <laughs> no, just kidding. You know, I mean, the Hyatt's a good hotel. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm a, a big uh, fan and award member of Hyatt. So yeah, this it, is right they, up my alley. Do the uh, do the, the guys get their own room or is it is double bunking? Uh, no, we double bunk. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Steve and Dino are together. And then we got a couple of rooms for the uh, Chinese uh, vendors. And then uh, I have a room, you know, and uh, you're sharing my room. Yeah, but I'm only you know, here a couple nights. Yeah, well, we're on a we're on a tight budget, so you know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and so then here at NFA, you, you have the option, I'm assuming, to do a booth or not to do a booth, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So what, what makes you decide to get a booth and what would what, why do you like the booth idea of it and what, what made you make well, that decision? Well, most people that come here don't need to. Most American companies really don't need to have a booth here. Um, to me, it's kind of the same people over and over every year. Right. We're really not picking up any new customers from here. You might talk to different ones. But when you have a bunch of um, Americans that uh, American companies that have booths here, well, then you have to decide as a as a sizable company. Well, I guess I should put a booth there too, just so people remember, hey, I'm here, and um, you know we have a booth here as well, and we can also do drop shipping and all the other stuff that everybody else offers, you know. And uh, I always thought the NFA to me is really more about the Chinese people traveling here, having a booth so people like me could find new vendors in China to maybe import from. Right. But it seems that most of the people who come here are not really importers. All of the people who import basically now have booths at this NFA. <laughs> you know, we talked about it last year. Right. So, um, <laughs> you know, we see the trade show not being so busy. That's because we're all behind booths. So, I mean, it's just... Right. But, uh, you know, we decided to do it because, you know, it's just keeping your name alive and keeping you out there. And, uh, and it's nice to hobnob with old customers and a little more relaxed atmosphere because, you know, when customers come to see us in June and, you know, early July and everything, you don't really have a lot of time to spend with customers like myself. I'm on a forklift and in the back room working and loading trucks and, you know, and mm-hmm. on the docks. So it's not really, um, so this is more of a relaxed atmosphere. Everyone get together, have some, you know, chit chat and right. you know, have yeah, some fun. And we've had lunch and dinners with, uh, every dinner or lunch, we've had it with one of your customers yeah. or a vendor or something like that. And, um, so it is so very fun. Yeah. And it's one of those things that we were talking about that earlier. Uh, it's just, you know, you might not need to have a booth, but or you might not need to be here. But if you're not here, then um, then it becomes uh, where, you know, people forget about you. Yeah, right. So sure. you, you have to be here just yeah. to be relevant and just to be in the conversation. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if you're in this business uh, like I am and you have a passion for fireworks like I do, uh, I wouldn't really want to be anywhere else during this time of year because I would I'd be thinking about it like, wow, I should have just went to NFA. I can't believe I didn't go because if I didn't have a booth, there might right. be a, a few reasons. You know, I leave for China in a couple of weeks. So there's a lot of reasons why I don't really need to be here. Um, you know, I'm going to be seeing fireworks every day for a month in China. But mm-hmm. um it's like I say, when you share this passion and you and you enjoy the customers, you really there's no other place I'd rather be than at the NFA. Right, right. And so, and who do you staff? Who staffs the booth? You uh, don't really sit behind the booth. You got Dino and Steve. No, there. I got Dino and Steve behind there talking with customers, and I and I pop in every now and then. But really, what I, what I'm doing is I'm also walking the show to see uh, different Chinese vendors and, uh-huh. and line up and line up my schedule for China and see if I want to take on any new uh, new vendors this year. Right. Know? And if you had to staff the booth, let's say you can like, um, you know, what's that movie? Weird Science. Remember, they put all the information in the computer and they made a girl and it turned out to be uh, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name. But anyway. yeah. Uh, so if you had to create the perfect uh employee to staff the booth uh what kind of person would you want you'd obviously want somebody who liked to talk who was friendly uh, really well yeah i mean if i had to design someone it would look 
identical to Kelly Dino. LeBrock. No, it would look identical to Dino. <laughs> yes, and of uh, it would have his same charming personality. Of course. And, we uh, love Dino. you know, his sales technique is fantastic. You know, he's always on his game. So, of course, the person I want behind the booth is a guy that look, would just be just like Dino. Almost like, um, you know, today we were watching South Park. No, family. Uh, family guy, and they did a they did a cloning of Stewie. Yes. So it was a little off, but he made it that way so that way the, the it was well it he was, could he called him bitch Stewie. Yeah, they called him bitch Stewie. Yeah. So if um <laughs> so you know and then wait they uh, Stewie made this clone of him so you know he didn't have to go to a birthday party he would just send bitch Stewie you know right, so right, right, right. if I couldn't have Dino bitch Dino would be okay too <laughs> you know so I could clone Dino there you go you know and you know and stuff so it would be uh, it would be good but no uh yeah Dino's the man behind the booth because he knows you know you gotta remember Dino knows uh you know he knows a little bit about fireworks he also knows a lot about transportation he, oh, know, yeah. he knows about, uh, you know, getting the containers in, working with all the custom guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, in that respect, uh, like that's why, you know, um, we sent uh, we call him like Bitch Dino, you know, a, a, a Stewie clone Dino. You know, we sent him out to dinner right. last night with, uh, you know, uh, Mike from ITTI because he's a transportation guy and mm-hmm. Dino's the transportation guy. You know? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, we staff it with Dino. And then, like I said, I need to really walk around the floor more, get some brochures, and also see what kind of companies I'm going to do business with this and, next year. And your booth, you st- you stock your booth. And this is uh, in a hotel, in a fancy uh, res- or hotel thing, mm-hmm. resort, whatever, uh, convention center. So you can't have live products. So you have a bunch of dummy samples. Yeah, dummy right? samples. Yeah. You have a bunch of dummy samples, and, and that's not including Steve and Dino behind yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just dummy samples. but They're big and loud. <laughs> yes, go big, go loud. <laughs> Um, but and you also giveaways at this thing metal signs which we have metal signs yeah we right got here. some uh, metal signs say fireworks brigade yeah we have we we fireworks away. We, there's no here to give them to but we'll we'll try yeah I'm sure tomorrow on the on the convention floor we have to ask people to come up here tomorrow I I don't know what we're gonna do we're you know I think I since I am the MC. Yes. I am going to um, yes. tell people, hey, if you want to sit in on the Fireworks Brigade podcast, please come up well, to level two. Tomorrow when you do your hobnob and through the convention, you have to do that. Oh, I might. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, but, and we have metal signs and we have T-shirts. And we have T-shirts. And I, I got a harsh lesson in T-shirt design. Oh, God, did you ever. <laughs> I, you know, colors, multicolor really never phased me. Yeah. You're, well, you're, you're kind of like... Um, you're kind of like the kid that comes home and says, hey, mom, I've taken up an instrument. It's going to be the drums. You know I, what I, I mean? was a drummer. I, I, I could see, you know, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, like, uh, you know, like I came home and says, hey, mom, I want to play the flute. You know, that's easy. You know, right, you put right. in your backpack and away you go before right. I even had backpacks. The only but, thing easier would be lead singer, really. Yeah, but <laughs> you you came home and said, mom, I want to play the drums. So you, you need a station wagon. You need you right. need you drums. Need the symbols. You need you symbols. Need, uh, yeah. Now you now you basically disrupt the whole family when you're practicing. So basically we put you in charge of t-shirt design and you came out with a rainbow of colors on one t-shirt it's a pretty freaking cool it's i had four people come up to me today and say I love that T-shirt where you can get it. So yeah. I just want you to be prepared for the onslaught. It's going to be like Metallica I hope at on. your booth tomorrow. Yeah, and I and I really hope that they have the onslaught with twenty bucks in them because these you know, T-shirts are expensive. They cost more than twenty. I know bucks each. they're they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> this is you well, know, it's it's a it's Hard Rock had, a Hotel had cheaper T-shirts than you. 
Art has no budget. Yes, art has no budget. But <laughs> T-shirts do. <laughs> and then, okay, so when you're here, you get new ideas for products. Yeah. Uh, we had an idea for a name of a couple of cakes while we were watching Stewie, actually. Yes, and, we did. And uh, some of those, uh, well, that Dominator today, they, they had a great uh, great finale or whatever. Yeah, that great finale there. They got and that we were, I, line. I was your, uh, well, I'll use the air quotes, I was your moral support. Yes, you were. I was very nervous, but you sat next to me, you know, you and calmed me down. I, you I, know. I have video of you right before you went on. On live, so I'm, we're going to put that on our YouTube channel. Oh, great! I'm going to figure out a way to make it funny. I'll, I'll put some funny music behind it or something. We'll, we'll figure mm. out something. We'll get it. Good. Um, but it was awesome because we were—I mean, we were literally getting rained upon by you know shrapnel from the yeah. fireworks. So I mean, when that Dominator uh, finale went off, you looked up. You were like inside the the eye yeah. of the firework. It was. We were right there at ground zero. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the fallout was a ton of fallout from some of the, especially a couple of the companies really had a lot of fa a lot of fallout, a lot of unburnt yeah. stars and stuff. But, you know, that's par for the course. So and when you're here, and go on to the next subject, meet the manufacturers. You make yourself known. Obviously, what we said before, you got to just be here. You have to make yeah. yourself known. Um, you set future appointments. I've seen you do that on multiple occasions because you're going to China soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're, while we're here, John, you want want a drink? Yeah, I'll, right. I, I love right. a drink. I'm thirsty. There yeah, okay, there, there you go. go. There Put you go. that one in there. All right, so you, you set future appointments. I know you always do. Um, do you, uh, can you make a deal? Can you buy something? Can you haggle here? Can you, do you actually sign contracts and sales agreements? Do you buy stuff here? Or is you it know more what? Networking? I used to sign contracts here. That's what the NFA was for, you know, talk with the Chinese people and then sign a, con you know, go to their suite sometimes, sign a contract. Mm -hmm. But um, unfortunately uh, for the fireworks industry, production is very difficult. So basically all of my contracts are already signed around, you know, way before I even get here. By June right. 5th, by July 15th, most of my contracts have been signed already. So, uh, but I uh -huh. will, uh, I may sit down with a couple new vendors and then I may agree to see a demo in China. And, uh, and then if I decide to do anything like that, it's usually a small order. So I'm like, well, here's the order. If you can get it done, fine. If not, no big deal. So I do a lot of the adding on in China. And, um, you know, but, but the staple items I've already been, uh, have been ordered and, and signed for, you know. Right. And then what about the other way around? Some of your people are here. Some of your people you wholesale to are even yeah right yeah, so sure. do you same thing do they try and haggle with you they try and buy stuff no here? um sometimes this is more just a straight networking thing it's not like PGA yeah it's more of a networking and then sometimes a lot of our customers will say hey when you're in china um you know here's what i like you to look for and stuff like that so it kind of gives me some ideas for uh for china free metal well. sign if you sit down yeah there you go you can't beat that t-shirt <laughs> We can't even we can't give these things away. So um, so that's really what it is. Uh, some of the customers want to do different things with us. And uh, but that's about it. You know, yeah. more of a networking. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So and then today there was this um, this seminar. So one of the other things that goes on here is these seminars. Right. Yeah. Uh, and today there was a pretty heated one. Actually, a lot of drama going on at this one. And this yeah. was. Uh, this uh, has to do with some regulations that are coming down the pike that could really, really change the face of pyro as we know it, the, the face of fireworks. And this is, I'm going to read from uh, an email from the National Fireworks Association to all the members. Uh, it was dated September 7th, 2018. So here it goes. Dear friends of fireworks, 
There is a saying in politics, if you're not at the table, then you are on the menu. As you know, the NFA and its leaders have been working hard to defeat a misguided and ill-informed rule proposed by the Consumer Product Safety Commission, CPSC. So the CPSC pretty much regulates fireworks, right? Yes. Uh, And this rule would dramatically change the landscape of the consumer fireworks industry. The CPSC says it is concerned about safety, and so are we. That's why we support federal regulations that mandate on our packaging that consumers use fireworks as directed. The statistics show, and they said this several times, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting, the statistics show that fireworks are much safer and less prone to cause injury than many of the other products the CPSC regulates. According to the National Center for Injury Control, there were over 106,000 injuries related to just baseball. There were 57,000 injuries associated with ranges and ovens that bake our apple pies. Grills injured nearly 24,000. you got to be really silly to get injured by a range or an oven. But anyway, uh, the CPSC says that roughly 12,000 people are admitted to an emergency room with annually with an injury related to fireworks. Think about it. You're twice as likely to be injured by a grill during a cookout than you are enjoying fireworks. At the same cookout. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, they've been told by their representative in Washington, Mark Anderson, who will be that he was here today. He's the guy who gave the speech uh, that there's a, a rule that's going to be proposed in 21 days and it'll be bad for the industry. Um, you know what? And it, this email doesn't go on about the rule. But basically what the rule says, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I was there at the thing today with you. So the rule is that the CPSC wants to uh, enforce a rule um, that would essentially take metal out of fireworks. Yeah, they want metal shavings. Yeah, they want shavings and it gets hotter. Yeah, it burns hotter and it lights uh, stars and gives a bigger burst charge. What they want to do is they want to they want to lessen the burst charge by taking the metal out of the burst charge. But by taking the metal out of the burst charge, uh, you're not, you're not only lessening the uh, burst charge, but you're also not going to be able to ignite some of those stars that give us them them bright colors and right. more uh, and a, and, a, and a better pattern in the sky. Right. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 going to really it if it passes, it will really really ruin the. Fireworks that we know and love today. I mean, we we fought so hard to have the 500 gram, uh, you know, nine shot racks and all that, and the 500 gram cakes. And now you're going to just lessen the burst charge, which inevitably would also change the color and and change the whole firework as we know it. Right, right. So uh, and, and and what they're essentially trying to do is to start this campaign to get people to to call uh, this. Uh, we need to, if you don't want to see your fireworks diminished in any way, you need to call CPSC Acting Chairwoman Ann Marie Ber- Berkeley at 301-504-7978. And you urge her to oppose the proposed rule as written. And you can also email her at a Berkeley, that's B-U-E-R-K-L-E, at cpsc.gov. Uh, if you want to learn more about how to get involved in the effort, you email nfasafety at gmail.com and tell us how the CPSC proposed rule would affect you. So, um, yeah, so in the way they essentially made it sound like all the fireworks will just be very tame and weak and limp and... Like yeah. a wet, what he said, like tipping over a wet garbage can, I think is basically yeah. what he said. 
And uh, but the the number you gave out that is the uh, what the head main person of the uh, head chairperson of the CPSC, and um, yeah, I want to say firsthand that everybody, everybody in this industry, and everybody that sells to everybody in this industry, uh, any of our customers, they should all be calling this number. Let's give them an earful. Let's bombard their phone line. Let's right. really show them that hey. We're not going to take this, and and I and I believe you know this is the 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 years to stand up against big government, and this is a a, a, a thing that's a, a really bad deal. So we really need to step it up and let's and let's tell our government, hey, you guys want to be elected, you want that, we want something too. You know, we're right. we've given right. up a lot in uh, in the United States of America, and uh, and this is something that we really should uh, fight for. Right, and they made it sound like the CPSC is trying to make fireworks back like they were 40, 50 years ago, and the NFA's response is, well, fireworks are safer now than they were 40, 50 years ago. Why or why would you be doing this? And something else I found, and maybe you can elaborate a little bit more, so the relationship between the APA and the uh, NFA is not, and the APA is American Pyrotechnicians Association. Yes. Uh -huh. why, why don't they like talking to each other? Well, you know, it's like two different entities. The, the APA really seems to be more involved with, um, you know, Class B 1.3 side. And uh -huh. also some of the big APA guys are also big players with the with the um, safe and sane industry. And if this new ruling goes down, that's what we would really have is a bunch of safe and sane fireworks, which right. uh, would not be all that, would not be all that, um, they wouldn't sell all that good either if the older people couldn't play with the big fireworks, you know. Right, right, right. Hey, look, Ron, we, we have, have a, guest. a guest. All righty. This guy is a legend here. This is a legend right now. Michael is a legend with a uh, fireworks company called Kingbird. Now, Kingbird's out of, out of Luyang, China, right? Uh, Golden Peak is the... Oh, Golden Peak. That's right. Gold, is, yeah. Golden Peak Fireworks owns uh, Kingbird Fireworks. Kingbird is located just north of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. As, uh, is, is that it, microphone is on? Is the microphone on or is check, this a switch? Or? Actually, no. no, it's not a switch. Oh. Try the blue one. Oh, try the blue one. Let's see the blue one. Yeah, I think I just heard him on the blue one. Did you? Did. Check, check, check. No, the blue no. one's not working either. Oh, oh we got it. No, the blue one's not working. Hold on. Technical difficulties here. Yeah, sit down. We'll take a break. We'll, we'll get that working. Yeah, on. we'll get that one working. Sir Ryan, you are a true friend of the star. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Pauline, you are an even truer friend of the star. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What? <clears throat> what is that? This is a nine-shot rack purchased at Memory Fireworks that I've been really into lately. So, so dilly dilly, <laughs> right? Please follow Sir Dino. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. Here's to friends you can always count on. Star Fireworks, chosen to be America's best fireworks.
Yeah. Okay. Now we're on. That's right. Uh, Golden Peak is a fireworks company in Kingbird. Are uh, you guys are the importers? Uh, Golden Peak is the well. Golden Peak is based out of Liu Yang. Well, not Liu Yang. Um, they're based out of uh, Jiangxi. Jiangxi, pro- yeah, province. Yeah. And okay. Then, um, we're based. We are the uh, subsidiary of them. Okay. Just north of Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, okay. All right. So, and you guys wholesale and uh, and retail too, or just wholesale? Yeah, we do uh, very limited resa- uh, retail throughout Indiana, typically. Okay. Uh, sometimes during the winter, we go down down south, Louisiana. Oh, okay. You know, they're crazy about fireworks. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, that's crazy there. Yeah. And uh, sometimes the weather doesn't always agree with you guys 100% down there, but sometimes. you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should do that. We we just stay in North Dakota and and, and watch the ice melt. You know, well, I, not melt. It is just keep watch the ice uh, keep freezing up. So um, yeah, so you guys are in Indianapolis, and um, and how are sales this year? Pretty good. Um, they they weren't bad. We had some problems. There was industry wide problems. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I feel you. Uh, so that hurt. I think everybody. Yes. Um, it hurt us a lot. But yeah. Uh, in reality, you know, we didn't do well. We didn't do that bad, I should say, with it being on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. This yeah. Year. Yeah. So it was about as good as suspected. No, that's good. Well, yeah. That's always good. Yeah. What, what did you think of the uh, demo tonight? Uh, there was a lot of demo product. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long yeah. one tonight. It was, all the, uh, it was all the Chinese companies. Yeah. Right, right. You know, they want to make sure it's as good as it can be. Yeah. More importantly, what did you think of Johnny as the MC? Yeah, that, hey, let's face it. I think, yeah, any, uh, any, anything for me? Probably not, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, did did I, I do I okay? I didn't have any complaints. Okay, good. I was doing all the announcing for all the Chinese companies yeah. and the whole, yeah. the whole thing, you know. And uh, something that uh, they asked me to do. And, you know, when you always tell people, hey, if you need anything, let me know. I'd love to help you guys yeah. out. And then when they ask you, and how do you say no? And, you know, my first reaction was, Geez, I can't even speak English. So how? <laughs> why would you want me? According to my fifth grade English teacher. But besides her, uh, scarred me for life. But anyways, um, so I couldn't say no because that would just be like, oh yeah, I'll do anything you want. Oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I just decided that. Oh well, I'll just do it, and uh, yeah. and it worked out pretty good. I yeah. was happy. Yeah. I don't think I out. made too many mistakes. So no, we're good. No. So uh, I think Nancy made. Many yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you're kind of a young guy. So how long have you been in fireworks? Uh, this is actually just my third season. Nice. Um, How'd I, you get started? <laughs> I uh, I knew the office manager at uh, at Kingbird. I was working with my family's construction company, and I was taking a break over the winter, and they needed help in the warehouse, and I came. Uh, the office manager asked me to come to help organize the warehouse and okay. I got there I was like these guys need help and I'm not dumb so no yeah. perfect <laughs> that's awesome here and, and so it's been three years and so you enjoy yeah it. yeah it's yeah. been three years I started out just moving boxes and then um, by the next year I was general manager so nice oh, that's nice. awesome yeah see now I started off many many years ago moving boxes and unfortunately I am dumb. I'm still in the warehouse <laughs> moving boxes. They never they well, never push me up in this company. Well, They've uh, never. I'm always in a warehouse. Well, never push uh, me when up. When you're the first when you're the general manager, you know, you're you're really the 
just the first one on the chopping block. Yeah, as far as there you <laughs> go. As yeah. far as I see it. And Wait, yeah. push that push that blue one closer to you. Maybe that one's working. There you go. Check. There, oh, that there one's that's working. better. There's something's wrong with the red one. Use the blue one. Okay, we're there we the blue one there. There we go. So um, yeah, I know that's that's always good. And um, the um, the the cool the, the fireworks to me has always been a very exciting industry. I, I do like it. Is and, it um, more you exciting know. than construction? Much more, much more exciting. Yeah. Um, I was doing coast to coast like we were building like nike stores and just stuff in malls mm -hmm. um we did a lot of rebuilding uh verizon stores going in there stripping oh, nice. everything out um it wasn't bad but you know i grew up in southwest missouri joplin mm -hmm. oh. uh, and you know hillbillies you know <laughs> we like our fireworks <laughs> so, fireworks. Go, so yeah. i'd always love fireworks as a kid and then this mm -hmm. opportunity came up and i just ran with it yeah it's always, you know, there's very few people get to do what you like in life, you know, for a job. You know, even, you know, some people are doctors, but they don't really like it. It was that their father was a doctor. They became a doctor, you know. So it is really cool to be able to do something you like in life and enjoy it. And that's why, to me, in the fireworks uh, industry, I don't really feel like I'm really is. I mean, I put in such long hours and I do work very hard but I don't it doesn't feel like that because I enjoy what I do and I enjoy the customers and talking with people so it does make the time go you know? yeah and I think if uh, if you're gonna do fireworks you really do have to really like the fireworks yes. and like the people because you know uh, for me anyway I'm giving up my Christmas my New yeah. Year's you're giving up your fourth of July yeah, you're giving up your holidays Memorial yeah days you know yeah so if you really don't yeah. enjoy fireworks this probably yeah. isn't for you yeah no, we, well yeah obviously yeah. and we always joke around you know at uh, star fireworks that this is always funny but we always say like the fourth of july is a, is a really big inconvenience for dino <laughs> it really this is like uh you know it's like oh it's fourth of july again you know what i mean but no we, you know but, dino yeah dino John, he works with John. At, you know, he's, a, he's, he's our general manager I'm, of the whole plant. Yeah, real big guy and stuff. I'm, yeah, you've I'm seen, sure him be, seen him. At yeah, I've seen behind PGI yeah, booth. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's usually the guy sitting down. It looks like the boss. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. like the worker. You know. Yeah. So yeah. And um, yeah. So the guy you thought was the boss <laughs> is actually the general manager, and I'm actually the owner. But it really doesn't matter because, uh, you know, I what do I have? Just me and Dino. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we always say yeah, it's a big inconvenience this Fourth of July, but. No, you do. You give up your holidays and you give up. I mean, we work uh, our, you know, our warehouse is open 14 hours a day. So, um, you know, we work a lot of long hours and stuff. But in the end, you know, you don't always make a lot of money, but it just kind of it goes along. And yeah, you just, yeah. you know, and I like it. You know, the four, that that week and a half run, running up, you know, 14 hours, you know, oh, yeah. in the warehouse. Yeah, that's. Oh, know, yeah. And yeah. then me. Uh, as a general manager, you know, I'm making deliveries. You yeah, know. you do everything. Have, yeah, you, you have to. You yeah, know? you do. You, know, you yeah. got so many people. It's just yeah. everyone likes to wait to that last minute. And it's and it's uh you know and it's a perishable product. If it's if yep. it's not there, it, yep. you're just gonna sit on the shelves. I mean, so it's not perishable yeah. as much as it just then it's not useful for another. Well, it's, months, yeah, right? yeah, we call well, it a perishable product because you know obviously um, on the fifth of July it's it's not worth anything to anyone, <laughs> but it, it doesn't go bad. It's just not worth right. anything right now. You know. Uh, I don't know. Around in Indiana, you still have. Yeah, some. we still got some. Yeah, you still got um, some sales. And there you know, is, and um, 
you know, those adult snaps, you know, you don't want to leave those laying around for a little bit more than a year. Yeah, oh, no, those, get yeah, bad those are, yeah, those do get bad. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I have to tell my dad. He's got a bunch of those. Um, yeah. hey, we say a year, but yeah. you, you can push it a little bit, but you shouldn't. Uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn, but, of course, if you package your snappers like the old-fashioned way, yes, they have a year shelf life. But if you package them differently like um, we did, yeah, then you have a longer <laughs> shelf life. Ours are actually in a plastic sealable cup, so oh. like a snuff can. So, yeah, that's uh, it's a great design, and they last a uh, pretty long time, you know, because that ah. plastic is just sealable. You know, you got them in a box with sawdust, and it just doesn't last, you know. Yeah. And that little plastic bag doesn't work too good. What, uh, what factory did you get those from? Ah, come on now. We can't give you all the secrets <laughs> ancient, here. Ancient yeah, Chinese ancient secret. Ancient Chinese secret. There goes a whole cart of booze. Can we get a drink maybe off of that cart? Can we can, get a drink? Can we get something to drink maybe? Can, no. Water? Soda? I can get you guys a soda. No, that's okay. There, I just thought a whole. Here comes another. Oh, here comes another cart. As, oh. we're, as we're looking, we have oh, carts, okay. carts of beverages. Carts of beverages. By. Yeah. Is there uh, some glasses? Yeah. Can we get maybe something to drink? Oh, look at this. We got the bar. Oh, it's like the being bar, at the White The Sox bar game. rolls up to us. I'll have a beer. Uh, water. That's all you can give us is water. Um, you have any? That was for red rhino. Oh, okay. Oh, water is fine. We'll take water. We'll take we water. To. Yeah. You look like a. You look like you would. You would. No. Oh boy. That's such a hassle. Oh. Man. All right. Well, appreciate that. The beer is Thank right, you. literally right there. You could just give it. What if I, I give you ten dollars? I was in red rhino's room earlier. Can I just? I'll just give you ten dollars. Give us. <laughs> we'll give red. We give a lot of business to red rhino. Oh, we're just talking to Steve uh, Hauser. Uh, okay. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> so, well, well, and so I'm not familiar with Kingbird. Uh, I mean, I'm Chicago, so but uh, you know, not that far from Indianapolis. But uh, is Kingbird similar to like a star? You guys sell everything from reloadables to kitty stuff to safe and sane, all that. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a a wide selection of Class C. Um, uh-huh. You know, we have. Pretty much everything, and then even the stuff we don't have, Golden Peak has. So Golden Peak if, has, yeah. if you're looking for one three, go to China. They'll ship it directly to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we have everything. Our warehouse is is full. Uh, this is our fifth season, mm-hmm. so we're still we're still new and growing. But yeah, well, that's um, cool. That's awesome. Uh, we've we've been having steady growth. So and Good. We, we actually have quite a few customers up in the Chicago area. So yeah. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and um, and so it's but it's a smaller. It's not like a obviously like a Jake's or. Oh no 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 yeah, and uh, well the uh, yeah Kingbridge is only fifth season you know yeah yeah, yeah. and um, the, all the products you sell are Golden Peak Kingbird. Now is your logo Kingbird or Golden Peak? Our logo is Kingbird. It is Kingbird? Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, we do good. have. Um, oh, we have water. Thank you. Oh, thank so you the, so much. Uh, uh, we do uh, thank you container container shipping yeah and mm-hmm. that will use uh, golden peak logo to not compete against kingbird logos but um, yeah. other than that yeah well that's good i i had so i did something special Uh-oh. for nfa now don't worry you don't have to do any extra work thank i know how God. you don't like the extra work so yeah anyway so the fourth of july as you know john a holiday uh, yes 
celebrating the birth of our nation, uh, where we celebrate by eating our weight in macaroni salad and drinking beer until we pee ourselves, basically. Hmm. So it got me thinking, why don't we see more people share the passion of pyro or fireworks, for that matter, with greeting cards? Why are greeting cards wasted on birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day? So I decided to start a line of fireworks-themed greeting cards. So I'm going to use you and Mike here as my guinea pig. So, okay. Uh, and I thought a cool name would be Salutes. So we'll just simply call them Salutes. Okay, so All right, cards. So, so we have greeting cards in the uh, in the vein of fireworks. So here here is the first envelope. Open it up. See what you say. See what you think. It's amazing how much work he puts into these shows. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> he never ceases to amaze me. Okay, so the greeting card says. Well, what first of all, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Can I read it. Okay, rockets are red. Brocades are blue. I want some aerials and salutes too. There oh wow! Go. Look at that. Look Very at that. nice. Wow. That you know what? Uh, I think we, we should. We mar- might market. We these. might market these. And look yeah. at that little logo on the back there. I mean, it's not a little under. salutes logo. Some of them get a little more racy. I figured the first one, you know, kind of gets you, give you an idea of really what we're talking about. Here. All right. So. I like the salute card here. Here's so here's number I'm two. Give one to you, Mike. You open. Mike that opens one up. the second one. I hope he gets a more dicier one, so I, so nobody <laughs> blames me again. Okay, it's the 4th of July. All that stands between you and thrilling any thrilling fireworks show is imagination and cash. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Remember, you can always sell your blood and sperm. N- nice, <laughs> nice. See, there you go. Exactly. That's, you know, that's good advice. Good advice. Like an up-and-coming college student or whatever, if, you know, you could always sell your blood and sperm. So these are all Fireworks greeting cards. They're greeting incredible. cards. Incredible. Salutes, we're calling them. What a great. If you take away my fireworks, um, I can make. Yeah, is well, there a picture on the front? Oh, no. Okay. No, no picture on this one. Uh, if you take away my fireworks, I can make your death look like an accident. Oh, there's nice. my music. Oh, there's the music. Yeah. Very nice, little guys. Uh, yeah, very yeah. And it's, yeah, I got a guy flying through the window, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What, yeah, there you go. All right, let's let Mike do this one. Yeah, I'm going to let Mike do that one. Oh, this one sounds like the racy one. Okay, there you uh, go. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's in them. Yeah, that's what they so all I think say. we could put these in the store. We'll put them in Kingbird and stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there put you them go. in the store. Shooting fireworks is like having diarrhea. Oh, geez. Got some fire coming out of his butt there. Explosive and hard to hold in. <laughs> <laughs> Explosive and hard to hold in. Yeah. Okay. There you go. See? I like it. Fireworks is like diarrhea. Explosive and hard to hold in. What's this next one, John? This one says, after all this time, my desire to be with you is still stronger than my desire to be safe and sane. Wow. There you go. Very fireworks. Very, yeah. There you go. Awesome. Give that one to Mike. Mike, you get another one here. This is like we just... We get like 15 birthday cards a piece. It's pretty yeah. darn good yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, well, if we had more people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are so sexy, and parts of you remind me of a Roman candle. Wow, those are some big... Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, long and hard, long, hard, and bursting. Long, hard, and bursting. <laughs> a oh. Roman candle. Long, hard, and bursting. bursting. See, I told yeah. you they got a little racy. <laughs> yeah. Very busty. Yeah. There you go. I think we made Mike blush on that one. <laughs> yeah. Just hope my wife isn't listening. <laughs> there are worse things in life than death. Have you ever spent the evening watching silent fireworks? Boy, that uh, is so true. Remember when they were talking about coming out with the silent fireworks? Yeah. What a disaster that would have been. Yeah, give that All one to Mike. Right. There you go, Mike. You get uh, one more here. 
How do you like the music I picked out for this? Uh, yeah. You know what this is? No? I have this one too. Oh, this is Herb the Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Isn't this uh, to one of the game shows? Uh, it might have been for. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a game. Show. Yeah. All right, Mike, what do you got in this one? You are so sexy. Parts of you remind me of a FIMSA agent. Nah. Oh, geez. Uh, round, plump, and sweaty. Nice, <laughs> nice. Round, plump, and sweaty. Okay, there, there you, you go. go. That's our FIMSA guys there. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's getting the sexy ones here. Yeah. It, yeah. Wasn't by, it wasn't yeah. by design, uh, Mike. Yeah, I, 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 let you know. I get, you know, okay. Why can't Dino count to 1.4? Because anything over 0 .08 is illegal. <laughs> oh boy, that's a perfect one for Dino. You gotta give that to him. Yeah. Put, Brett, put that back in the I'm envelope. Let's put, give yeah. that to Dino. Yeah. Dino has a history with the law and alcohol. Yeah, right. so we're <laughs> gonna put that one in there. We're gonna give this one to Dino. Let me. Uh, here, Mike, here's one. your next. Oh yeah, and we can all sign this one. Let's all oh, sign yes, it for let's Dino. Sign, yeah. it here. sign it for sign Dino right here. Now. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. put Love Ron. Okay, yeah, love yeah, Ron. yeah. Put I'm, Love Ron. Yeah. I feel a manly enough. Yeah. Ron the banker. Yeah. All right. And I'll sign my Johnny name Star. there. Oh, I can't wait to see Dino's face when he opens this. Johnny Star, sign that for me there, Mike. Uh, it's always good. Put there. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good there. We'll get, we'll get Steve to sign it. We'll get John oh. Yee to oh, sign it. Oh, yeah. We're going to get everyone yeah. to sign oh, yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll get everyone to sign it. There you go. Okay. Give me my pen. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Well, pen, yep. Mike, what's your last name? Gan. G-A-N-N. All right. All right, Mike has, this will be your last card, Mike. Okay. It says, uh, I need to flirt. I don't need to flirt. My apologies. <laughs> I will seduce you with my festival balls. <laughs> and it looks like he probably needs to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Let me see this one. Oh, my God. Holy. And these will, these will go on YouTube. We'll put these on our YouTube channel. Where does he find pictures like yeah. this? Where does he come up with this stuff? The what? Internet is a strange oh. place. My friend, yes. The Internet is a strange place, my friend. There you go. So this is the last envelope of salutes. When life gives you lemons, which is one of my favorite sayings, you light a nine-shot rack. Very nice. There, there you, you go. go. You I see, like you got that. a picture of a guy with a nine-shot rack. a nine-shot rack. See, that was a lot. That wasn't very taxing on you, was it? No, Jack? not at all. I've, I've, you've given me worse things. <laughs> I've, given you, I've given you worse things to do, yeah. like a little trained dog. Yeah. Do, yeah. do this. Well, that was my uh, – we have more for tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have somebody else around. Oh, we, have, okay. we have another set of 10 or yeah. 12. So. Um, you want to do? Uh, I had. Um, you want to do fireworks, judge? I got a fireworks judge story. We'll let uh, you both of you. We got Mike in the house. We got Mike in the house. He's All a right. good judge. All right. So Mike, the way this works is really, is I'll just read a story, fireworks a fireworks judge. story, a news story, and Judge John here will decide on a ruling in the case. So we'll, we'll let you. We'll, we'll let you confer both. You'll be as consistent. Okay. We can figure it out together, and I'll let you guys pick. So I have one. I'll give you the heading, and you guys can pick one. First one, man arrested following incident with fireworks in Battle Lake. Number two, police mom beats son after he allegedly lights fireworks inside mailbox. Well, I think we should go oh. with the mom beats the yeah. son thing. Right. Yeah. So kind of reminds me of my own mother. <laughs> <laughs> Brings I, back evil memories. Go I on. Can, I can see where this crowd is going. And it's a very, very short story. So it's um, what.com, I think it is, or whatever. Uh, WLWT Digital Staff. 
Elmwood Place, Ohio, mom beats son after he allegedly lights fireworks inside a mailbox. A mother was arrested on Sunday afternoon after police say she hit her teen son in the face and chest with a closed fist. She just whapped him wow. with her fist. This happened after police were called to McGregor Avenue for reports of teenagers setting off fireworks in a mailbox. Uh, the mother of one of the teens accused is uh, the one of the mother of or mother of one of the teens accused arrived at the scene and started punching her son in the face and chest with a closed fist, said police. She was arrested and charged with child endangerment. Judge Starr, how would you rule in this case? Um, so is it child endangerment? Does, does the boy get deserve to get beaten about the head and the well, chest you know, with a closed um, fist? I, I look at everything, and I looked at I looked at all the evidence here, and uh, obviously the kid does not get any attention from his mother, so he's acting he's reaching out. out. He's, he's reaching. He's out. acting out, and uh, instead of getting the love and attention he so dearly needs. He ends up getting punched in the face <laughs> and the chest for blowing off a mailbox. And that's what kids do. We, we play with fireworks. We have fun. Uh, but we shouldn't get hit for it. So I'm, I'm, she's guilty. You're, you're siding no, with the, you're saying, siding with the, she should be locked up. She should be locked up. I All mean, right. you know. It's your, the punishment is too harsh. Yeah, I mean, it's your, it's your son. And, yeah, he did a stupid thing, but there's other ways to reprimand him other than punching him with a closed fist. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely – I'd say that's a pretty much a redneck mom, that right? Is, that you, is an extremely redneck Yeah, mom. that's a well, real redneck yeah, mom. Well, there, you know, you get so – in the, some parts of Missouri, yeah. uh, you get so redneck that the mom is the one showing them how to do it. So. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. What, and so, Mike, how would you rule in this? Uh, I would say that's probably a, a fair punishment. A fair punishment. Yeah. A fair punishment. Yeah. The mom. Yeah, yeah. She should have been arrested. It's, yeah. 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 As, as she sh- and she's showing him up, right? She's she's doing that probably in front of his friends. Yeah. I mean, so that's she's, not cool. I mean, the kid just lit some fire. Really? How much is a new mailbox? Maybe cost? maybe she was like trying to show the police that I'm going to take action. I'll make sure I reprimand them. But doing yeah. it that way probably was yeah. That like I say, that's the thing. You know, when my dad hit us as kids. That was okay, but now you could basically, you know, get in trouble for that. Yeah. There's no more, you know. Yeah. If if I had done something like this to uh, to a, like say a neighbor's mailbox, huh. yeah, you I would have been yeah, beat too. But, yeah. but then uh, afterwards, I would also be the one replacing it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'd be out there with the new mailbox, the yeah. screwdriver, the saw. Yeah, exactly. You know. All right, and uh, so have and I guess that'll lead me to my next question. Have you ever done that? Have you ever? John has talked on this podcast before about lighting fireworks in the school plumbing. Yeah, that's awesome. Which you shouldn't do. It's awesome. (laughs) Always take an M80 and flush it down the toilet and let it go down Uh, the pipes. So what's the most destructive thing you've ever done with fireworks? The most destructive? Well, you see, I was actually... You know, uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. So oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got the beard. He does yeah. have the Eagle the, Scout yeah. look. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I was a very good, very good uh, yeah. kid growing so up. Yeah, so you're very good. But um, you know, so the most destructive thing, you know, we'd go out in uh, Web City, Joplin. That's a mining town, so mm-hmm. we had chat piles everywhere. So we would take firecrackers and cherry bombs out there kind of blow them yeah, up blow, blow whatever i mean there was all kinds of stuff in there so yeah but cool. other than that okay john and have you ever blown up a mailbox you you've admitted to uh, um never a mailbox i 
I know my dad yelled at me once because we uh, put a little firecracker. You know, that's when we were kids. You put firecrackers only, just one single firecrackers. Now people are lighting packs and, you know, spoiled, rotten kids. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we would take one firecracker and I put it behind a, um, like a, one of those uh, signs that say, like, keep out or something like that on a, on a piece of wood. It said, keep out, you know, no trespassing. And put it behind her and it blew the sign apart. And my dad's like, what the hell did you do that for? You know, and I had to go out and buy a new sign and tack it back up there. But there's the only thing destructive I actually blew up other than the, uh, you know, the plumbing in the school. That That's more, you know, that's okay. a little more better, more well, fun. Good. Yeah. All right. One more thing, and then we can wrap this up. What would Johnny do? Okay. What would right. I do? What would Johnny do? This is, we have another reoccurring segment here. All right. What would Johnny do? This is kind of like a two-man enter, one-man leave thing. So um, it's a battle to the death, right? We have, you, you have a, there's a, a show, a demo show. You can bring one 500-gram cake, and it's a battle to the death. Your cake against somebody else's, and loser dies okay. which cake what uh, which cake would you bring double trouble double trouble mike why why, why double trouble oh it's, it's just awesome is that the one with the, the two colors the, the noise the flying saucers go out the top yeah fight to the death hmm that's very interesting i got flying saucers yeah. do you know you know double trouble no oh yeah, you don't yeah. know double trouble yeah. did you that, that's not incredible one. piece who makes that one uh, I do. Wise is that, guy. Is that a wise guy? Yeah, okay. wise guy. Okay. Yeah, you have to get that one. Yeah. Hmm. Big seller. I've, probably, to, I've probably seen it at PGI. Big seller to PGI this yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was on our table. One with the skulls on it. Big rectangular okay. cake with the skulls on okay. it. Yeah. And they're, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what oh, about man. you, Mike? I'd have to say Kobe's Cataclysm. It's one of our 500-gram uh, cakes. It's a zip cake. Ooh, zip cake, yeah. nice. Oh, I like the zip cake. It, yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, it's like 256 shot. Has a really oh, wow. nice, really nice finale. Cool. It's very so good. You more for color or for noise? Uh, I, me personally, I, I prefer color. Uh, my favorite 500 gram cake would be our, uh, our Black Powder Symphony. It's a fan cake. It has it, one of the some of the best purple in oh, the sky nice. I've seen. So oh, like okay. Purple. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, purple's one of those really hard colors yep. to get right. Not easy color to get, yep. Yeah. So. No, I like Wait, that. But you didn't pick that one for the fight to the death. You picked the, uh, what was it? The oh, cataclysm. Uh, uh, Kobe's Cataclysm. Kobe's yeah. Cataclysm. Kobe's Cataclysm. 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 Yes. I know. Different. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> you are bad with names. <laughs> That's a long name for a firework. Yeah, yeah it is. And yeah, I, yeah, I try to spell that. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> uh, we have... We have, I mean, try and ask your mom for that cake. one. Yeah. You mean that Kobe's kettle? Yeah, forget it. And mom gives him a tank and sends him on his way. Oh, yeah. oh let's be honest with those zip cakes. That's the father's yeah. going for him. Yeah, you know that. And that's a package, what, 1 1? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like a, I like a good 1 1 cake for an ending. I mean, I do yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, on my bigger shows, I use actually a lot of 1 1 cakes in the beginning. Because, you know, the zipper effect kind of wakes everybody up. It's not mm -hmm. too harsh on the ears. It's not crazy. Mm -hmm. And then we go into, you know, more of the nine-shot racks to get the height. And then we end it with, you know, something crazy and mm -hmm. something loud, you know. Uh, one of the biggest reasons why I went with it, we actually have 
um, in Indiana, there's quite a few pyro companies who come to us mm-hmm. and put one three in their professional shows. Yeah, or one four in their professional shows. Yeah, they always run out of product. Yeah, yeah. they do the same by us. And yeah. uh, Kobe's Cataclysm is, you know, the professionals putting on their shows. Yeah, always want. Nice. Always want that. Good. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, we'll have to go on the. Uh, we'll have to do a uh, Our demo will be Thursday. Thursday. It's, it's John's demo is tomorrow. You're gonna be there tomorrow. Yeah. yeah well, I, you know, so. I'm working. I'll be there every night. There so you go. Kobe's. Okay. We gotta look for that one. It's gonna be shot in a demo, right? Yeah. Cata- cataclysm. You'll you Cata- recognize. You're gonna be the one that, who's announcing it. Are you announcing the show? Or? No. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. He's announcing. Yeah, I'll be yeah. announcing. Oh, well, there you Thursday go. Well, there yeah. You go. You guys can have a reunion on Thursday. I won't be there, but. All right, one more thing before we go. One or two more things before we go. John, uh, I know I said I would stop, but I didn't stop. I made another parody song. Oh, jeez. I know. Uh, and, you know, it's in honor, actually, of your demo tomorrow night, because we've been coming to NFA now for like five years. Yeah. I think. I have. Well, you have. You've been yeah, coming been longer covered. than that. We've been doing this yeah. podcast for five years, four years. Uh, and uh, we always come to this NFA, and we always talk about it. And you never do a demo. And we, you know, we bribe Nancy, oh, do we, whatever. Yeah, we you never, never we get demo. shut out all the time for a demo. But right, this right. year, you know, God found us uh, some. Uh, That's those are the lyrics. Oh, I was giving it the mic oh, yeah. if he wants to read the lyrics. So Here's what I lyrics. did was, and you oh, know, I've, I've I've had this proclivity of writing parody songs, and so what I did was, we wrote, "Welcome to, to the demo." Uh, in uh, into the tune of "Welcome to the Jungle" by Guns N' Roses. Nice. So, um, and we even have T-shirts, John, and that's the T-shirts we were talking about earlier. So we got "Welcome to the Demo" T-shirt. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I want you to make a cake so it'll be all inclusive. We'll have like a triple threat. We got the song, the cake, the T-shirts. We'll have everything. So, okay. I'm gonna play "Welcome to the Demo." When this is done, we'll wrap it up real quick, and uh, we'll let you listen to the lyrics, and then we'll get out cool. of here. All right? And we could talk over it, too, if you want. Yeah. And this is a video, actually, on our YouTube channel right now. Yeah. You can see the video, the, the lyric video. You know that song, Welcome to the Jungle, Mike? Oh, yeah. 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 There's not... There's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta know that. It's song. amazing how he comes up with the words. Next weird out right here. <laughs> what? The, you're the next weird out. Well, yeah, right? oh, yeah. <laughs> the weird out pyro. Yeah, well, we got like 13 of them already. <laughs> <laughs> Swear it's 1.3. <laughs> The fun thing is giving it to the singer and, you know, to our singer that sings them. And he'll be like, what does this mean? What is 1.3? What is, you know, what are mortar shells? He, he's like, is this right? And I'm like, yeah, trust me, it's right. You know, he has no idea. Now we're going to have this song uh, sung tomorrow night. At we're going to play this at the we're demo tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah. Wow. 
just a little. Uh, you How are you squeezing that in on the time? Uh, well, in the beginning, you know, okay. when uh, people are just getting there and all that, yeah. Would you have to bribe Nancy to do that? No, nothing. What Nancy don't know won't hurt. Yeah, when they want a guy like me to take the time out to MC, you know right. that, you know that's uh, yeah, that's stretching it for me. So you know, I mean, uh, I don't make too many public appearances, but you know, yeah, uh, I don't get out of bed for less than yeah, <laughs> less than two cokes and a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well we can we can let it run out here. There's not much more left. Just a couple more knees and stuff. So. I thought you'd like that. So anyway, John. Very good. It's amazing how you come up with the words. I I, I, I couldn't think. I couldn't do them. I, I, I really couldn't yeah, do them. If Axel Rose can do it, how hard? Yeah. If he's salary, I would probably reconsider that number. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sitting yeah, around exactly. the office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to talk about my raise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks uh, he's Axel Rose now. So, and like I said, I uh, just want to let everybody know. Like I said, this is on our YouTube channel. So there's a video there. The video is actually pretty cool, if I do say so myself. Um, there's a lot of videos. Uh, Brokeback Pyro just went up <laughs> from the last time. Brokeback Pyro, With, yeah. Uh, Brokeback Pyro is up there. The music video to Go Big Go Loud is there from PGI. Nothing like a good gay romance in a warehouse. You gotta <laughs> have that. You gotta have that. And if you come to our booth tomorrow, we, we're doing a uh, we'll be doing a, a music video for instead of Sweet Caroline, it's Sweet Pyro time. So we're gonna put that on YouTube later. Oh. So come back. But uh, besides our YouTube channel and this podcast, which will be up on uh, fireworksbrigade.com or iTunes, uh, uh, Spotify. Now I want to let you know Google has launched a new podcast directory that is available through Google Search, Google Home Smart Speakers, and a new Google Podcast app for Android. So our podcast is now included in this directory. You don't have to stream it online. You can get it through the Google Podcast app. And it is also on Spotify, Spotify as well. We are wow. multi, you know, we're going big, we're going nationwide. That's, I, we're we're I all like over that. the place. So yeah. we, 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 got, we got a lot of outlets. And like I said, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And then uh, let's remind everyone to, uh, there's going to be a petition put on the NFA website tonight. So we urge everyone to go on that website and sign that petition to uh, yeah. keep the metal and the burst charge and keep right. fireworks yeah, alive. We definitely want to do that. That is extremely important to everybody. Yeah, yes. Yes. extremely yes. important. And it's not only for the it's not only important for us in the business, but think of all of the people's lives that we touch through fireworks. Mm -hmm. You know, all of our customers and people that we deal with. Um, you know, that, you know, you see them come, they literally love fireworks. They eat, live and breathe fireworks. Like you say, growing up in Missouri, how prevalent fireworks yeah. are. So this is a, a word out to all of our good customers. I mean, all of our customers in general that really love fireworks. And, um, of course that's, it is a good customer, but, um, you know, if you don't want to see your fireworks go away, this is just as important to, to them as it is to us, you know, a little more for us because it's our livelihood but um, we're not going to make people happy anymore with fireworks without metal and without a good bursting charge. So this is really extremely important. Go on the NFA website. Um, let's uh, sign those petitions and let, uh, let our representatives hear about it and, and, and let our CPSC uh, counterpart, counterparts hear about it. And, um, and we urge everyone to pick up the phone anytime during the day or night 
and um, and call this number. This is the number for Marie, the uh, head of the um, CPSC. Marie, Marie Berkeley. She's the Marie uh, Berkeley. Acting she's chairwoman. She's acting chairwoman. She would love to hear from us and love to hear about your nice uh, fireworks stories and would love to hear uh, you complain and say, hey, we want our fireworks alive. So please call her at 301-504-7978. And you can also email her. I, I like to call people at 2, 3 in the morning at myself. But <laughs> yeah. if you want to email at 2, 3 in the morning, you can at A-B-U-E-R-K-L-E at cpsc.gov. So right. definitely email her, mm -hmm. call her up, let her know that, hey, this is we're not going to stand for this. We, we want fireworks alive uh, for all of our kids and grandkids and everyone else to enjoy. So um, keep fireworks alive. Keep them safe. We, we're all about safety, but let's not get rid of fireworks, you know, in general well, for safety. Yeah, well, and they said, as you said, the fireworks use is going up. Safety is, is yeah. you know, they're more safe than ever. Why are we, why are we messing with it? Yeah, I mean, we, we work so hard for that burst charge and the 500-gram cakes, I mean, um, Cam Star, Cam Star, um, you know, Upstar Fireworks was the renegade that actually got 500 gram cakes, um, you know, Legal, uh, legalized. Legal, legalized. Yeah. You know, prior to what 2001, we did not have 500 gram mm -hmm. cakes. So we have to thank our, our founding father, uh, Cam Star, for that, and the NFA and everyone else. I mean, Cam Star, the NFA. So. Uh, we really need to uh, continue on his legacy and his work and, uh, and keep fireworks alive for all of us and all of our customers. So definitely, uh, um, you well, know, yeah, sign well that said. petition. Well yes. said. That's it. All righty. Actually, and yeah, I mean, thanks, Mike, for sitting yeah, with us. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I no, appreciate no, that. Good conversation. We, we, yeah, we always talk about the people and the passion of pyro. That's, yes. that's, our, that's our motto, and uh, we're glad you were able to do it with us. And uh, Let's go see if there's any restaurants open. I know. Yeah. We're going to have to set up in a busier place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Thanks, Mike. Another podcast in the books. Oh, God. Thanks, Mike. Not a problem. Yeah. Here you go. Which would you like? Would you like the, what size Let's let's ask Mike which one you think is best. Absolutely. I, I never thought. Was I think like, apparently, I think like a chick. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cherry's good. Okay, 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 okay. Here's one for you. Uh oh, appreciate that. Mike, take one. What would you like? A